I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast, and you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course that was tough. I don't like that. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be so tough? This could be a while. Cafe smash. Bad Perky Podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk, bitches. We had gum and cheese. No, no way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Mic check, one, two, one, two. One, two, one, two, one, two. All right. Oh, you can down. Try to have the voicemails preloaded before we start recording the stuff. What a good plan! Like, I know that's thinking a little outside the box there. Wow. What? One, two, three, four, five, six. Um, Do we know who all of them are from? I know who some of them are from. Uh, seven. Seven voicemails, babe. Damn. How many listeners do we have? Seven? <laughs> <laughs> Did they all call? I'd like to think we have a few more than that. So I've pretty much got voicemails, end of school, and Tempe Love now, because I think between the voicemails, we're going to... Voicemails, end of school, and Tempe Love? Mm. Okay. I'm going to turn my sound off here. Look at, look at. This was the only thing holding my hair up. Oh, I have pen. mastered a- the pencil? spinny thing. The spinny. There's other things you can try the spinny thing on. Look. <laughs> look, look. Nice. Wow. Very, uh, very skillful. So are you ready? Yep. Rocket stop. Rocket. Do it more. Okay, here you come. Boom, boom, boom. I am Rocket. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to episode one fifty-seven of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And we're back. 
Yes. And we're not too late. <laughs> we're a couple days past doing we're our moderately recording. late. Yes. We had it was a Father's Day weekend, so happy Father's Day to all the dads out there that listen to the show, and and um, happy Father's Day to all the dads to be. Are you out of your bed, Trent? I would really hate to take away your video games tomorrow. Like that would really suck for you to have no electronics and no TV. Did I just hear him walk? I have this. I, I don't know. Are you there, buddy? Good night. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that part. He's probably still just sitting on the stairs. Yeah, if I come over there and you're just chill on the stairs, dude, it's going to be no video games for two days. He must have gone back. Yeah, we'll let it sit for a bit, see how it goes. Sorry about the interruption there, guys. Okay, sorry. Before we start again, if I, I do I wasn't going to start again. I was just going to... No, but... Um, is that making a noise? Mm-mm. I don't think so. No, not really. Okay. No. Sometimes when it touches Yeah. The... Okay, sorry. Didn't mean to derail the show. No, it's all good. It's all good. So, yes, it was Happy Father's Day. So, Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there and the possible dads-to-be. And, and for all those that use us as birth control, good on you, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do have a special congratulations for Nikki and John in New Zealand. They we... they adopted a cute little kitty. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And maybe even, I, I noticed that they're, it looks like they started a, a, a all cats all the time Instagram account. <laughs> I haven't followed it yet. I just noticed it pop up on there and I forgot to go hit the follow button. But I I, I, rec- I see the kids, all these cats. I'm like, wait, I, there's a human in the background. I think I recognize that person. That was Nikki. I'm like, oh, yeah, I do recognize him. <laughs> what? And then I realized it was all, you know, I went through the, going through the feed. I'm like, oh, it's nothing but cats. <laughs> so... Yes, congratulations on the adoption of the cute kitty. Did they say, like, how or where it came from besides, like, they just... I don't know anything. Ah, gotcha. You know I just know Johnson that there's know? a kitty. Very, very cool. So, been a busy week. Yes. We had end of school last week. We have en- had end of school, so that was kinder graduation, mm-hmm. eighth grade graduation, and field day. And field day. All on the, sa- on the same week. And we had to do field day inside because... I had to completely revamp... The plan and execution of field day because the weather here was complete shit. Mm-hmm. Rain. Not uh, just rain, but wind and cold. Like, yeah. Like we couldn't have, have anybody outside because it would have been too chilly out there for them. And... So I completely revamped. We came together at the very end and it still was a success. Mm-hmm. Not a unqualified success, but definitely a success. Oh, yeah. No, it, was, it was good. I mean, everybody had fun. Um, and I just think that this the weather has been so meh and so shitty that it's just it's really starting to grind on people's nerves well even right now it's been warm all day but now it's kind of windy and like all of a sudden got a chill in the air but tomorrow mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like 80 something again mm-hmm. like high 80s tomorrow i think i hope so and we need some sunshine something to get us warmed back up it's one of those things that you know it's been a de- super depressing winter when an Oregonian starts to bitch about the rain. Like, there's a certain point, anybody, I should say, a, a Western Oregonian, the Easterners, yeah. they don't necessarily know about it, but anybody from the Willamette Valley, if we start <laughs> to complain about how much it's raining, that means it's rained a lot. Yes. And we're really, really, Ooh. really not willing to put up with it anymore. But we had a good Father's Day. Yeah. We um, had, actually, follow, I should say, we had a good Father's Day weekend. Yeah, because we Saturday, I had my stepdad come over mm-hmm. and we watched Serenity because we're both big fans. Yep. And I gave him a shirt that was is a replica of Wash's Hawaiian shirt mm-hmm. that he wears. 
and I knew he would get it. <laughs> <laughs> Which um, he did. He did. And then on, on Sunday, we had your dad over yeah. and um, grilled some fatty ribeye steaks and yeah. ribs and all sorts of yummy, delicious foods with asparagus and whatnot. And that was good. And then I'm going to add a reschedule with my dad because he got called out of town and was working. He had to move a house. So some of the house moving industry, um, they don't like you to do it during normal business hours. <laughs> so they tend to make you do things either at night or on the weekends. And so he had to... Uh, move a house or a couple of houses over by the beach this weekend we've had so, that happen before with yeah. him not necessarily father's day but other yeah other events and whatnot where he's like normally he'd be there but he had to go on the weekend because of the way the permits work so yep. but yeah it's been it's been a good week and we uh it, it just everything's been busy still work's been busy life's been busy it's just been busy but so speaking of busy our voicemail line has also <laughs> been busy we, I, we've got more voicemails this week than we've ever received at once in, in the entire history of the show. So that's like, you know, some fanfare we should get for that. We had seven, I think, was the last count. Like, we're almost up to mediocre levels in certain areas with a number of don't voicemails. Be, don't be, oh, no, 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 I'm not saying that, I'm not saying we're going to surpass them or anything like that. I'm just saying it's cool to find, I like the listener interaction. I do too. I'm just saying, don't. You're opening yourself up to a lot of ridicule when you say shit. Like I know, that. but it means I'll get more voicemails. <laughs> <laughs> there was a whole underlying, you know, reason behind that. But yeah, I, I did that on purpose so that we maybe get more voicemails. Okay, whatever. <laughs> you don't believe me? We were talked about a lot on Mediocre this week. I have not had a chance to listen to Mediocre this week because I have not been in the car nearly enough. Frank mentioned us. Although I should take Eric's advice and just run mm -hmm. while I listen. Mm -hmm. But I haven't been running as much as I'm supposed to be running because I still hurt. <laughs> From the terrain run? My calves still really hurt. Like, well, I don't know if I pulled something. Right. Or, but it just really still hurts. Like, before when I ran... <laughs> sorry run talk for a second before when i ran it would hurt the front of my shins and sometimes my calves depending on what shoes i was wearing right this time it hurt my calves so bad and it's still like when i'm on the balls of my feet my calves hurt so bad even when i stretch really good it's just i want to run i really want to run i'm just not good at it <laughs> well and then uh somebody was telling me tennis oh my brother my brother, the one that's on his mission, is freaking down to 172 pounds. Right. 172. And he is huge. Like, he is built on a very big frame. Right. Yeah. He's a small kid. And it's because he's playing tennis for two hours every morning and then going on a five-hour jog. Mm -hmm. Or five-hour. Five-mile. <laughs> five-hour five jog. <sighs> yeah. Well, you know, when you have... Nothing unlimited else. Unlimited time. Unlimited time. No like, job. No responsibilities. Do I want to run or read the Book of Mormon? Right. Hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I'd run too. So very, very far away. And never stop. <laughs> never look back. I'd just keep running. Like Forrest Gump. I just kept running. <laughs> so, at any rate, I thought about tennis because it's it's kind of a sprinting back and forth kind of thing. And we have tennis courts really close to the house. And mm -hmm. I think Tempe would really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. What? Nothing. I just don't... Tennis... Tennis is up there, like, with golf for me, of games that I don't know that I could enjoy and or play and or... It just... It seems like a snooty white person game. So... 
<laughs> but I will fully support you in whatever you want to do in the guise of, you know, since I'm getting harangued for by other people but not being supportive enough about my wife with a U scan. <laughs> uh, but but I, like I was saying before, we were actually, I don't know, I think it was like three or four different times we got mentioned on Mediocre last week because Frank was like, yeah, I was like really, really drunk and I left him a voicemail and he talked about it a little bit. And then... um Somebody left. Uh, there's a remember that a while back, a year or so ago, there was the voicemail debacle where somebody called in and like pretending to be Scott the pool boy and did a really good job of it, or vice versa. It was Scott the pool boy depend, pretending to be somebody else. I don't know which way it went, but anyway, somebody I thought it was Dr. Carnitas that called up and left the voicemail, um, and so did they. And then, but from what Chad posted on Facebook, it sounds like it was somebody else, you know. It sounding like him, and uh, but they were talked about you know they were, he made a reference to something that they had talked about in a previous episode and how F- Frank or somebody thought it was weird. But remember, Justin and Jody have a thing about towels, so like it just it never fucking dies. Like when I finally think the towel thing is all gone, it's like oh nope, it comes back to bite me in the ass again. So that was pretty awesome. But I figure since we have the, all these voicemails, we should probably get to them first. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, that way, if we don't run out of time with it, you know, we can get them all caught up. Especially since uh, I think some of these may have been a little older than uh, than we would like. Like they set a little while. And also, I'm looking at the Google translation here, and it's just a mess. Yeah, I will say the the crazy thing is the most accurate one is drunk frank like <laughs> out of all the, the what i what i'm assuming is uh, it, it looks like it's the most accurate at least it makes it makes the most sense it, you got to be really drunk in order for google translate to work for you i guess so uh the first voicemail here and it looks like it got broken into two pieces because he was long-winded is uh work frank hey jody and justin it's frank i think i just figured out like <laughs> i'm still giggling about it <laughs> Like, uh, what my favorite part of the show is. And I'm not saying that, like, the whole show is... The, the reason I like it is predicated on this, but... <laughs> uh, I just can't stop laughing at it. <laughs> my favorite part of the show, and it doesn't happen every show, but I think it might... Oh, I'm really laughing. Is when Justin says something that offends Jody and backs the fuck up. Like, backpedals the fuck out of things, because... Hey, he doesn't want to get in <laughs> a fight, period. He doesn't want to get in a fight on air and see he totally fucked up. <laughs> uh, and there's audio proof of it. Man, it's hilarious to me. And I don't know why I decided to call and say that. But, oh, boy, man. Ah. It's nice to know that everybody that everybody has communication issues, I guess, is, is my favorite thing. So, uh, I love the show. Keep it up. Uh <laughs> keep on fucking up man you know for the rest of us you know and and, uh, and Joni keep on being regal and sweet and dealing it uh, dealing with it so uh, uh, lots of love guys I love the show you guys are great and uh, <laughs> I want to say Justin's not fucking up but I almost want to be like I want to send traps you know I want to send someone there to fuck something up <laughs> not really maybe I don't know but uh, I love you guys later <laughs> I feel vindicated. (laughs) I feel like I've finally been acknowledged for my role on this earth. (laughs) Uh, 
Well, not all, you know, some of it I do on purpose, but some of it I do legitimately just like the shit flies out of my mouth. I'm like, whoops, that wasn't supposed to be like that. But I know I'm not the only person that does it. It happens quite a bit. So um, there's no, he, he actually called back and left another one about the same topic. So let's see what else he has to say on it. Gracious, Jody, is the word I was thinking of. Like, you're so gracious about it. You just sit there quietly and just let him dig his own fucking hole. Man, is it funny to me. It's hilarious. And and he tries to dig himself out. You, you sparsely call him out on it. Uh, that, uh, it's so good. And, uh, yeah, cards are a waste of money. I really think that. You know, put them, cards would be five fucking dollars, you know what I mean? Put that towards the gift. Uh, and fucking scrawl your name on it with a marker, or better yet, not put your name on it at all, and wonder, let them wonder who that wonderful uh, gift came from. But yeah, gracious, you're very gracious uh, about dealing with uh, the backpedaling. Hilarious, the silence is golden. <laughs> Super funny to me. Keep it up. I'm sorry to bother again. <laughs> I've also been called quite patient. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, you're not a bother work, Frank. Thank you for the voicemail. We. Yes. Uh, we appreciate no, it. No, seriously, yeah. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and next one up is, uh, I believe, Bert the Stormtrooper here. Hey, guys, Bert the Stormtrooper. Uh, I wanted to call in and chime in about the arcade machines. So, you know, uh, with the food and the snacks and all of that, um, you know, the arcade business is not what it was once was back in the early 80s. Um, most places that have arcade machines, you know, be it the arcades or... Uh, Chuck E. Cheese or a stop and play or whatever, uh, they own those machines. And uh, for the most part, uh, if you have an arcade machine, you're going to have to do your own maintenance on it. And that's why you don't want food around them. Um, uh, if you're an arcade or, or, or anything like that, um, you don't want, and, and this is talking from my personal experience here, uh, you don't want to open up a driving machine, uh, a steering column, to pull chicken wing bones out of there, or uh, I've, you know, I've had to replace feet and feet and feet of wiring uh, because there was mice nests inside of speakers, uh, and they chewed up all the wiring to build their nest with. Um, you know, so it's that's that's why uh, typically with arcades you're not going to find food and, and drinks uh, nearby there. There 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 might be a soda machine in an area over there where you can have a soda, but don't bring it back over here. Um, you know, 30-year-old soda is not fun to clean off of the uh, control panels either. It's it's just a mess. You know, uh, your stop and plays and your uh, Chuck E. Cheese's and, and showbizes and all of that, uh, you, there's no way around it. You're going to have food and drink around the machines, and those are usually notoriously the worst machines to get your hands on and work on. And they do their own maintenance, too, so I feel bad for those guys. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's not usually a good idea to mix food and drinks with those machines. It just it's it's it's, that, it's an absolute nightmare. All right, guys, loving the show as always. Bert Stormtrooper out. Yes, Bert. Thank you for that. Um, I, he run, I don't know if you've seen on Instagram. He's got the Bert Cade mm-hmm. out in his uh, garage, um, and and. I totally agree. We don't you don't want food or drink around the arcade machines, but it would be nice if they had like a designated area with a little more of a food selection. I think it would drive their business up in the respect that you could go there and and have some munchies and not have to leave to go get the munchies. But totally agree. You don't want that shit, especially with kids around the machines. And this guy does his own maintenance. He this dude is hardcore. Like he has 
um, he'll always have at least one or two machines out by the uh, the prize area where the kids can redeem the tickets that he's working on, and he'll actually you'll see him actually rewiring it and shit. You know, some days while their kids are out there playing games. Um, but some of the stuff he's got is like legitimate. I mean, he ordered them on a boat from overseas. Mm-hmm. There was one game I was trying to figure out how the fuck to play it, and I couldn't because it was all. What's this? The script that. Um, the script style or the writing style called the Japanese people, the little characters and all Kanji? that. That's the one. It was all like, and then I, and it was going right to left. And I'm like, I don't, this is supposed to be a car game. So hopefully at some point it gives me a chance to push the gas pedal and I can steer. And it did. I'm like, woo, I can do this. <laughs> but I couldn't read it for shit. I had no idea what it was saying. So um, there was one that, mm, what happened? Oh, so there's that one um, air hockey table. That it drops a bunch. Oh yeah, and it's really fun. Yeah, but when you first put you put your money in, it's blinking two alternate lights, a pink one and a blue one, mm-hmm. and I still haven't figured out what they mean. Me either. But that one, yeah, it starts off like legitimate normal ass air hockey with a puck. Then all of a sudden, at one point, it lets out the siren off, and like, like forty two little itty bitty pucks come fly onto the thing. You're like, oh shit, and you're trying to get them. That's pretty fun. Um, so not, I'm just legitimately happy that we have an arcade in town, and like I, you know, our our goal is to keep it open by pumping them full of quarters <laughs> as much as possible. Speaking of which, I just saw on Facebook they're having the grand opening celebration July first. I think it said they're doing a 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, they're going to have it catered by um, Hol- Holton Bakery, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And then um, they had somebody else that was going to, you know, so I-, I think we should at least go over there at some point that when day. When is that? July 1st, I think it said. Oh, okay. So it should be Friday, I think. I think that's a Friday, yeah. Or a Saturday. Because the 4th is on Tuesday. So that's, yeah, Friday. No, for, for Saturday. Don't math. It's I can a Saturday. Do math. I can do math on the show. All right. And I this number I don't recognize and I don't. From the, I can't tell from the transcript who it is or who it might be, so I think it might be a, a first-time caller. So let's see who this is. Hey, Jody. Hey, Justin. It's Izzy. Hey, just- okay, Izzy, I'm so sorry for not recognizing your phone number. calling you guys to let you know that I was checking out the last podcast, and uh, I wanted you to know that I could relate so much. In all my years of volunteering and coaching and being a cub master and a cub scout leader and all that all that other stuff that goes along with everything that it takes to run programs for kids it always frustrated me to see parents who had little to no interaction with what we were doing it was basically a way kids off and then pick them up later on and uh, I understand people have to work and people have other things that they have responsibilities for, but it was so frustrating and made me want to give up oftentimes um, and not be a part of uh, the various things that I was a part of. But looking back on it, I am thankful for that. i thankful for the time that I went through it and that I was actually one of the parents who stepped up and did something. So you guys take care of yourselves. Later. Love the podcast. See ya. That dude, whenever I hear him call into any show, mm-hmm. you just legitimately like, feel better about life when it's all said and done. Like, Izzy is just a, a good-ass person, right? Um, but I, I, 
first off, hats off to you, sir, and to people like Jody who volunteer. Um, I I wish I had the time to do it, but with my travel schedule and whatnot, I, I get to do it. Well, maybe you once. helped a lot this last this yeah, last one. You I, did. You were at. I took the vacation. Yeah, I took a vacation day to do it, yeah. but I, I only get to do that like once or twice a year. Yeah, and I have to pick and choose the events and whatnot. Um, so I really do appreciate the uh, the. Um, to the parents that can step up and find a way to make it happen and, and make it work. Um, and what frustrates me so much is not necessarily the ones that don't do it because I, I legitimately understand some people just like, especially with, if they work a shitty job or whatnot, they can't. Or they if can't, you've got four kids, right. maybe hauling them all to do the volunteering thing is not possible. Or like if they got four kids and four different things and you can't be in four spots at the same time, right. that may happen too. No, the ones that frustrate me are the ones that put absolutely no effort in whatsoever to whatever's going on, but put in all the effort when it comes to critiquing and criticizing and telling you how much better it could have been had you done this, this, or this. And then when you call on their bullshit, mm-hmm. um, they get either offended or just uppity about the whole thing or they just look at you like you're some asshole for calling them out on their bullshit. Like, it's, you know, you're like, no, the whole... I mean, it happened at our place. Like, you know, well, this person used to do it like this and this person. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, th- this is not that person anymore. We're doing it like this now. If you'd like to do it like that, you're more than fucking welcome to do it yourself. Otherwise, shut your goddamn mouth. And that's part of the reason why I don't volunteer as much because that would be my response and it wouldn't go over so well. Yeah, I um, I really like to help. And I really, I really like to be kind of the cheerleader (laughs) for lack of like the let's do this and let's make it good and let's you know like but i don't like being the taskmaster you know the right you do this and you do that and like like i don't like that especially especially when you get told that you did it wrong later Mm -hmm. like if you weren't there or if you actually here's what i what i will say from from now this point forward what i'm going to say to people when they bitch is if you were there you would know that i let people have a voice because i do i am not the dictatorship type person i when there a question comes up like hey should we like at field day there was a legitimate question should we try and run a water game outside under the cover and there were some people who were like yes i think we should and there were some people who didn't i was of the no but there were enough people that were like yes i think we should and i'll run it and i'm like go for it because I believe that we should be asking our the people that are there their opinions. Right. So in the next time somebody says that they don't like what happened, I'm going to be like, were you there? Because if you had been, you would have gotten a vote. Yep. Like, there's just no excuse for bitching. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think doing it that way is important because, uh, A, like you said, it, it takes away their ability to bitch about things. Or I should say it, it deflates them when they try to bitch about stuff because you can uh, kind of lock it up. But also... Um, having done volunteer work in the past for lack of a better terms, like the Nazi moms that are just like, you know, fucking psycho about shit. It's not fun. Like it legitimately makes the event no longer fun because the person is so goddamn wrapped up in what people might think of them or a lot of times the volunteering is for not for the fact that it need, they need help and it's a good thing to do, but it's like, this will make me look good if I do this and I will get accolades and I can put this on a resume or whatever. And so they really like take it like way above overboard and super seriously and whatnot. And they just make it a miserable event for everybody. Um, what really got me at field day was there was at least two 
people who showed up and they were like, I'll help when fourth grade comes. Yeah, because it was that class. I was like, no, you'll help now or you'll get the fuck out. Well, not just that. But then when the fourth grade class came, they didn't help. They followed their kids around. And I'll take it back. The one lady helped with volleyball. The other one, she followed her kid around and was just chit-chatting with him. I'm like, and then I'm like, so not to shame somebody for what they're wearing, but I didn't necessarily think that her clothing was appropriate for being at the school event. Like, it was a very see-through shirt. Was it? Yeah. I didn't notice. There was a, it was a very see-through shirt, which in and of itself, no big deal. Um, but it was it just seemed... I don't know. I, I, maybe maybe I shouldn't... Maybe, maybe I shouldn't even have the snap judgment on it, but it just... It, it's like... I don't like I don't like the over it's it's a weird place to be. I don't like the hypersexualization of women and like how the dress code should be changed to keep men from being aroused by the female or whatever cuz I think that's absolute and utter bullshit. Like it's a completely you know not cool at all. But at the same time if I came in wearing like see-through shorts and it was just like in a you know banana hammock sort of thing don't know that that would necessarily fly either. So there's this kind of like this fine line I, walk. I honestly didn't catch. Yeah, it was just, it was a very, very translucent top. And uh, it just, yeah, it didn't, it, I don't I don't know. It, I think for me, it would have been just out of, unless I was intentionally trying to embarrass my children, <laughs> I wouldn't have dressed that in, a, in, in that way coming to the school. Um, so, but like I said, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird spot to be because I don't want to, I don't want to do that whole, well, you can't wear something sexy because of the fact that the boys might, because that's a bullshit thing, but I, I still think there's some like modicum of appropriateness still. Like we can't put it all in the female or all in the male, but I, I don't know. It was, it was, I don't think the clothing alone would have been a big deal, but the clothing plus the attitude plus the, the, you know, all volunteer and all help and then not helping whatsoever. And it was just, there was a lot of things that rubbed me the wrong I way. I totally judge her for the not helping. Yeah. I didn't care less what she was wearing. Right. Because so. to me, that's, doesn't matter at all. Yeah. The only things that I would not like to see at the school, which actually do happen, is people wearing clothing that would support drugs or alcohol or right. cigarettes. Yeah. And that happens all the time. Oh, yeah. And honestly, that's way more offensive to me. Yeah. So. What's way more offensive to me are people that can't figure out what the fuck a single file line is. That drop-off line is such a hot fucking mess. <laughs> and this is the one time I hope the principal's listening to the show. Like, <laughs> dude, you got to fucking do something about this. Because if my if, if, there's a couple times this last year where I almost put the car in park and got out and walked over to the other person's car. And I was going to ask him. What makes you so motherfucking important that you have to almost hit my kid to get the fuck out of here and you can't wait the extra 10 seconds for her to walk around the front of my car and get out of my way so I can pull out of the line here? Like, there's nothing. And if there is something in your schedule that's that important or you've given yourself such a little amount of time that you got to tear ass out of there, perhaps adjust your fucking life a little bit. But you don't, like, there's no need to, like, really, the ex- and this is coming from an impatient person. <laughs> I was going to say, like, this is coming from an impatient, impatient person. person. I know. And the extra 30 seconds, like, I'm an impatient person, but there's certain times where it just makes sense to be patient. I would, I I couldn't even fathom what I would feel like if I, even if I just tapped the kid, didn't hurt them, but just whacked them with the car. Like, 
I watched a friend of mine go through that um, when he when he uh, accidentally hit a kid that darted out from between a couple of cars on the side street, um, and that was that that was not a good situation. Like it, it, that had he was pretty shaken up for quite some time. Um, so I, I I I go out of my way to make sure I don't hit kids in my car. So. It would be really awesome if these people could figure out that that line is a single file drop off line. But right. on the flip side of that, the one lady at the school that seems to think that that's her conversational fucking period, where she parks her car at the front of the line, hops the fuck out, goes to the car behind her and starts chit chatting as her kids dilly dally in the back fucking seat and not doing anything, and then finally gets out and then she has to give them a hug and kiss and talk about how cute they look and have a wonderful day and all Mary Poppins and flowers and bullshit. And I still wait, but fuck if it's not annoying. It's like that's yeah, like so that you know, and I get it from both sides. So it's like. People need to understand that this is a drop-off line. You know what that means? It's not a parking line. It's not where you sit there to park to let your kid, you know, kids out and then have a conversation. You drop them off. It's literally in the name what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to pull in, drop the kid off out of the car, say goodbye, pull your ass out, move on. And if more people adhere to that, it wouldn't be a fucking problem. So, you know, it... But that, that's and it might and there's probably you know Frank's probably just gonna you know bust my balls of the fact that I'm <laughs> you know being this upset over something. But it's just it's it's such a simplistic thing to do that it makes me really frustrated that people can't figure out how to properly do it. Like it's so easy. It's it's I mean it's like boiling water. It's not a hard concept. You pull in there. You go in a certain direction. You don't park, and the people that like park their cars up there, so you can't pull in, drop off because they just like it was all my make this my own personal parking space. It's like you, you guys are idiots too. So, <laughs> it's just it, it's you a, say here. <laughs> I know you're going to take the high road because you're now president of the PTA, so you can't call another parent out for being an idiot. But I can. <laughs> but no, it's just. I get it. it. You know, I, I hats off again to the people who volunteer and spend their time and put up with not only the, I don't know what's worse, other people's kids or the other people. Like some days it's the parents that are worse and some days it's the children that are worse and some days it's both. And then there's the one, like the parents you meet where you look at them, and you go, you're so-and-so's mom or you're so-and-so's dad, aren't you? Yeah. How'd you know? Oh, just wild guess. Just a wild guess that this fucking crazy kid that acts just fucking like you was, you know, <laughs> so it's, <laughs> yeah um funny thing though when i when i was there for field day i had to go back into the main building for something i don't remember what it was and i went walking through and thankfully i don't remember the kid's name so i won't accidentally slip up with it um but it was one of the kids that was on the team when i shot my, my team when i chaperoned mm-hmm. i i walked in chaperoned chaperoned yeah i was happy to put it chaperoned um and uh it was one of the boys they had two boys and, and two girls um he, his eyes got like super wide when I walked in. He looked at me and he looked at me and he kind of like leans over to his other buddy. He's like, That is who I was talking about. That's Tempe's dad. Like it was like, but it wasn't in a bad way. <laughs> it was just in a, like, you know, like see, like, and, and I think they heard a comment about my beard or something like that. So I'm just thinking like he was talking to his buddies. I, I don't know. 
who knows what kind of fanciful stories you know he was telling or whatever but it was just it was kind of funny to hear that guy it's like that guy and i wasn't sure i I couldn't quite peg if it was like a good like that guy's awesome or that's the asshole that was taking me around the zoo and let me fucking run around all the time (laughs) i don't know which way it was but (laughs) it was comical i remember what kid that was yeah if it's not the one that tempe's in love with no it wasn't him then i know who it is yeah right it has his name is after a state and Yeah. yeah yeah um but speaking of that kind of thing, that, that whole perception thing like the kids have of, of, of adults and whatnot, I was doing one of my trainings this last week, and one of the one of my uh, the guys at the utility, he comes over and he's the supervisor over the department that I was working with, and uh, he's like, I, I got a weird question for you. I'm like, all right. He's like, you don't, you're not in the MMA, are you? I'm like. Uh, well, first I'm flattered, <laughs> but, uh, no, he's like, I, I didn't think so. I'm like, he's like, but the girls up front, like you, they, when you walked in, they were kind of like, I guess for lack of, like, they seemed intimidated by you. Like they had, then they asked me like, is he in the MMA? Like, so the receptionists were all, you know, I guess there was a whole, like, he's, he's, it was like the most asinine thing. Like they had like, a solid five minutes of their, like going back and forth about whether or not I was in the MMA or did I look like somebody was in this whole thing. And I'm like. Well, that's that's actually probably the most flattering thing somebody said about me in a while. So I'll, I'll take it. Sure, no problem. I said I, I have done martial arts in the past. Does that help? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I used to do kempo. I used to do kempo. I haven't done it in a couple of years. I need to get back into it. But uh, um, yeah, I, I've, I've done it. But no, I, I'm not in the MMA. It's, that's a <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm not trying to be insulting to you like at all. But I just like it's like somebody asking me if I'm win beauty pageants like like it's just like really I, there's pudgy guys in the mma league <laughs> be nice you, they use that they use that weight to their advantage god damn it don't hit in the pudgy men <laughs> but yeah so that, that was an interesting little conversation to have as well too um but thank you izzy for that voicemail and actually i i confused that one with this next one um i there's there's two voicemails from this person and i and i really don't because if I if I go by the Google translation, uh, Giovanni Rabisi is called into the show. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go, let's go ahead and play this here, and we'll see who it is, and see if we can actually recognize and and figure out who this belongs to. Hello, Mr. Justin. Hello, Miss Jody. This is Cuball from Cincinnati. Um, late to the game, I guess. And as far as letting you know where I listen to you on. Um, been drinking a little bit. Uh, Izzy Rock turned me on to you guys. I loved it from day one. I've been listening about six, seven months. I've heard the car flip over. I've heard uh, all sorts of stuff. Um, <laughs> love the last episode where Trent ended it. That was awesome. What I'd like to hear is your stories of when the kids go quiet. And it all goes to zero. <laughs> and you're happy and you're wonderful, and then you realize all of a sudden it's quiet, and what did you know, and what went wrong? That's the stories I'd like to hear. <laughs> love you guys. You guys are awesome. Keep up the good work. Peace, love, Harry's. Bye. Awesome. That is awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, I think he said cue ball. I think he said ski ball. Uh, ski ball. <laughs> you might have to call back and call. I, we're really trying not to be you offensive. You can't play it again? I, I'm going to play the next one and see. Um <laughs> Ski low? Pretty, is it no, was that ski low? No. <laughs> no. I'm not. 
You're being an ass. <laughs> no, I, I just the, that's the problem with Google Voice is that sometimes the the well, at least it wasn't Giovanni Rubens. <laughs> <laughs> No, thank you so much for leaving the voicemail. And yeah, we will definitely um, have a. It happens. It's not not as often now as it used to be. But Trent is the most dangerous one when it goes quiet. Like usually, if if it goes quiet with Tempe or Ezra, they're reading a book. But if it goes try like the last time I remember it went quiet with Trent. Um, he was taking a bath. He asked to take a bath in our um, our soaking tub. I'm like, sure, no big deal. And I always keep the door open, and I'm out here and I'm listening and whatnot. And then I'm just kind of like you know watching TV, and all of a sudden I realize. I haven't heard from him. For yeah, a and so I'm thinking like, so there's a couple of scenarios here. He's dead, floating face down in the tub, which that would be horrible. <laughs> you know that we would live he up says to. As he laughs, we would live. No, I was, I was <laughs> chuckling because we'd actually live up to the name of bad parenting. Um, or something terribly, terribly wrong has happened, and I go in there, and it was the latter. Um, we have these, and I fucking hate the person that designed this, but we have these soaps that are like crayola finger paint soaps Mm -hmm. and they're all gone now i don't know if you know that yeah because it looked like a goddamn unicorn came all over the bathtub (laughs) no i mean i got rid of the good because it looked like a unicorn came all over the (laughs) bath it was just a fucking splatter of color of purple and pink and yellow and green and then i walk in there and trent's eyes get real big and he's like hi daddy i'm like hi trent he's like I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I'm Bullshit. Like, the fuck you don't. And I'm like, the cap's off that. He's like, yeah, it just fell off. I'm like, after you unscrewed it? He just looks at me like, how dare you? How dare you accuse me of unscrewing the soap? I'm like, Trent, dude, I know. I know you unscrewed it, and I know you made this beautiful masterpiece in here. And what was the one thing dad asked you not to do? Don't make a big mess in the bathtub and splash water. I'm like, and what did you do? I made a big mess in the bathtub and splashed water. I'm like, all right, so bath time's over. And I just, you know, I cut it short. Like, I was going to leave them in there and let them in. Because a lot of times we'll let them in there until they, like, prune up and get cold. Mm -hmm. Just because it is a big-ass tub, especially at their age. It's so huge. Um but if if they don't like because of the style of tub that it is, it's a drop in style tub, so it can they're, they're a little more prone to water leaking on if underneath them if it's standing water. So that's why I don't like them splashing it over the top. Um, so I made him help me clean it up. But then the dangerous thing was that I, I didn't get all the I didn't realize this, but I didn't get all the soap residue off the tub. So when I went, I went to take the dogs in there and give them a bath, I always have to get into the tub with the dogs to hose them off. And I step into the fucking thing and I've got Rose in my hand and I start to slip and slide. I almost like fucking launched her into the air. <laughs> I caught myself before it happened and she's just went, like panicked in my arms, freaking out and whimpering and trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. So I just remember um, the neon orange. Um, oh yeah. The carpet, the neon orange nail Ooh, polish. And that was Trent. And that was Trent. Again. Yeah. Yeah. He had taken temperance's nail polish and painted our carpet with it. Yeah. But it wasn't normal nail polish. Like, okay. So normal nail polish, you use acetone. It comes off. This was like a special kid's nail polish that's more like a latex paint. Yeah, it's supposed to be like chip resistant and... And and it would not yeah. come off of yeah. the fracking carpet. We sat there with acetone and alcohol and just everything we could think of to get it to go away. And there was still an orange spot on that carpet when we moved out. Mm-hmm. Thank God for security deposits and and, uh, and um, lenient landlords. Lenient, well, not lenient landlords, lenient property management yeah. companies. Um, I, I and like when I heard when she called us and told us that we were left like we were one of the best tenants and left in the, like the best condition she's seen in a long time. I'm like, oh really? Okay, 
Because while we didn't do any, you know, intentional damage, we have kids and shit breaks and shit gets scratched and things. There was a scuff on the freaking wood floor or the, the laminate floor and there was the orange spot on the carpet upstairs. So it makes me... Then I started thinking, I'm like, if this was like, you know, excellent... They only like dinged us $200 for the carpet cleaning or something like that, I think it was. Um, oh, so in our contract, we had agreed to pay for the, to carpet. Pay for the carpet cleaning regardless of the condition. Right. So... Yeah, but I already knew they were going to do that. Right. But she did actually credit us. They normally would have dinged us for something else, and she said, "But I know that we hadn't cleaned the carpets when you moved in." So right, they kind of she shifted around stuff for us. Yeah. She's a really nice lady. No, 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 she is. But it was it made me wonder, like, God, what kind of condition do people leave this, these properties in? If um, this was like you know stellar. Well, but it wasn't gross. Right. There was some damage, but that's wear and tear. We yeah. lived there for three years. Yeah. There was nothing that we had done that wasn't pretty standard wear and tear, period. So I yeah. felt pretty good about how we left that house. No, I, I did too. I, I mean, yeah, it was just, it, it was still, it was, it, I was always taught that if you're basically borrowing something from somebody else, you, you leave it in better condition than you got it kind of a thing. Um, so it, it it's crazy to think of how much people don't respect stuff like that you know so but yeah when as more come up we'll definitely uh we'll definitely talk about him some more but he left a uh a second voicemail so let's, let's see what listen. let's see what else he has to say mr justin miss jody this is cue ball out of cincinnati i think it's cue ball i thought i still hear ski ball no, that's it's probably cue ball, but I'm hearing uh, skee ball. I'm pretty sure it's cue ball. Okay, but I love the Mr. Justin, Miss Jody thing. I know that uh, works that, for me. It works for me too. Like, it makes me feel all special. Yeah, I was calling number one to apologize for my last uh, voicemail. I was into my cuffs a little bit. I'm always <laughs> in my cuffs when I call. But uh, I asked you guys to dance like fucking monkeys, and <laughs> that's not fair. <laughs> So let me dance like a little monkey for you. My first story of uh, the kids being quiet. 1999, my daughter's four years old. We live in this shitty apartment complex, but it does have a pool. So we are heading out there one night, one afternoon to go to the pool. The ex and I start paying attention to each other, and we notice the quietness upstairs. I walk upstairs, and my little girl, Amber, is covered in the, I don't know if you remember it, you put it on purple, you put it on pink sunscreen, and it goes to clear. Mm -hmm. Well, she has decided that she needs the sunscreen and has put it on top to bottom, covered herself in it. And it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I walk up, <laughs> this little purple girl is standing there. And it was great, with the exception of the puddle of purple at her feet did not go to clear in the carpet. Oh, no. Oh, no. <sighs> so we ended up spending, carpet, spending money on a carpet for that room. When we moved out, <laughs> we, we definitely lost our security deposit. <laughs> oh, well. But, yeah, so that was the story. And once again, I wanted to apologize for asking you guys to dance. We did. Telling you, hey, tell me a story. <laughs> well, I wasn't willing to dance for you. Love you guys. Keep up the good work. Have a good night. Bye. 
<laughs> well, thank you, sir. Yes. Yeah. We quite willingly danced we, for we you. Did. We did. Like you, you were like dance monkey dance. And we're like, okay, can we have a banana? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but seriously, no, no offense taken. So no. it's all good. And thank you for the, for the story. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I thought it was funny that we just talked about us lo- yeah. almost losing our security deposit. Yeah, on the yeah, carpet. that was that was quite hysterical. Oh. Um, Parallels, man. Most definitely. Uh, yeah. And like for me, <laughs> the latest one, I've got to go out now. I've got a company car. And from time to time, I take my kids in my company car because it is more or less my primary vehicle. I drive it everywhere. Um, and we went out to lunch a couple weekends ago and I took them to Mod Pizza. And then a few days later, I look in the back seat and on the plastic trim on the side of the car, there's like four Mod Pizza stickers. And I'm like, okay. And I, I just looking at that and I'm like, okay, I, I know who this was because I know who sat there, <laughs> but I also know that they're going to try to play it off. And well, and she knows better. Oh yeah, she does. So I didn't do the upset thing. I didn't do the mad angry thing. I just did the deadpan stare at her thing. I, I got in the car. I'm like, Hey temperance, I've got a question for you. She's like, yeah, daddy. She's all like, it's been a good day. We're having fun. <laughs> and I just turn around. I just stare at her like that. Just that, that hundred yard stare. I'm like, why are there mod pizza stickers in the car behind you? And she just looks at me and you can see the wheels turning and she's kind of like, she's trying to see if she can find a way to get out of this. I'm like, and I know it wasn't your brother. I know it wasn't your other brother. He wipes boogers on things, but he doesn't put stickers on it. And she's like, I do know. I'm like, the fuck you don't dude. I'm finding boogers everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, she's like, I don't know. I'm like, well, I said, this is not like, well, it's my car to drive. It does not belong to me. And if I don't peel that off correctly, it's going to leave a mark. And while it isn't one of the older vehicles in the fleet and it's a spare one that I'm driving until I can get a different one, we still need to treat it with respect. So you're going to have to help me pull these off, but we have to do it the right way. And we got to get a heat gun and we have to use the heat gun to melt the adhesive so I can pull it off. And I'm explaining her the whole process and you just kind of see it like sinking over her face like shit. <laughs> so we haven't had a chance to do that yet. That's on the dock for, uh, um, not this weekend because we're going camping, but the weekend after when we get back, uh, to take her out there and show her that, Hey, it hurts to have to peel things off of the heat gun because you have to kind of get your fingers in there where the heat is and B that you just shouldn't put stickers in the car, especially because yeah, like you said, she knows better she so knows better so i'm not sure what made her think that that was going to be an acceptable solution but by no means was it an acceptable solution um and we are getting down to the last one right now and this is from uh rock salt otherwise known as dan um out of arizona and it's the name of its bad parenting response so i'm not sure like if i sent him something or if we were talking about something I, i don't know what what this might be but i'm looking forward to it Justin, Jody, uh, Rock Salt. Uh, so, let's see. Response to last week's episode where kids have to, you know, fiddle fuck every goddamn thing on the shelves. <laughs> you know, my kids don't do that quite as much as they like to play chase or tag or hide and seek inside of a grocery store. Uh, my seven year old has started to run off in the store and hide away until it's time to check out and he thinks it's hysterical that you know i'm running around wondering where the fuck he is and i can't leave until i find your dumb ass i don't even know if you know someone ran off with him because he's so quick and Cut at him. <laughs> that shit just drives me apes it so anyway not exactly the same but my kids definitely have their own stupid bullshit that they like to pull in the store 
Um, yeah. Love the show. I'm out. Yeah, but the thing that the kids do, that, and all kids do this at some point or another, is when you're clothes shopping and they go in in the clothes, like, and they put their dirty paws all over all the clothes, mm-hmm. and, like, they, they rub their faces all up mm-hmm. in it, and you're like, where'd you go? And they're like, hee 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 mm-hmm. and you're like, fuck, get out of the clothes! But I remember doing that as a kid. Me I mean, too. Yeah, so... I, no, yeah. I mean, seriously, me too. <laughs> yeah. I'm not... Like I said, at one point or another, they will all do it. Yes. Um, you can't do it anymore because you just get weird looks from people when you're hiding <laughs> the clothes, This, you know, when you're... Thirty-six well, especially years old. it's a man hiding in the yeah. women's section. <laughs> Thirty-six years old, bald, bearded, hiding in the clothes. They just, I swear I'm just playing hide and seek with my kids. What? <laughs> they don't, I don't know. It's just Okay, so I have to say this. When I was about Ezra's age, a group of friends and I, we went into the Target on 185th, and we played hide and seek in the Target. Mm-hmm. It was one of the funnest experiences of my life. Oh, yeah. It was so much fun. No, I don't, legitimately don't deny it. Um, that's most definitely. I just can't even tell you. Yeah. Like that was just. Well, that's one of my most memorable experiences from my childhood. The things Mormon kids do for fun, I am telling you. <laughs> well, one of the most memorable experiences from my childhood was when we were living in Fort Carson, mm-hmm. and I've said it before. One of the greatest things about living on a military base was not really having. Like I had that kind of 50s, 60s, 70s childhood experience where you just left the house and went and did and. and whatnot and my mom she was a worry wart and kind of panicky about certain stuff but i still had a pretty loose um you know leash more or less i could do go and do a lot of things um but in the summertime one of our favorite things to do was play spotlight and we had the uh, the industrial strength military grade flashlights that all of our dads had or our moms had from being in the you know being in the military um and so We'd go out with those things and go hide, and we didn't really set any boundaries. So sometimes it would take like a half hour, forty five minutes to find one of the kids because they had like ran six blocks down and one block over, and they're hiding out in the trash can or something like that. And it was, it was just that was it was always so much fun just running around and and um, trying. And then also like if you were the person hiding from the person, the flashlight, like narrowly avoiding getting hit yeah. with the spotlight and whatnot. Um, but because it was when you get to play on an expanded territory like that, where it's not condensed into a little space and you've got pretty much free reign of wherever the fuck you want to go, that, uh, um, it's, it's a whole nother experience. So, um, yeah, so it, uh, it, it just, yeah, you find ways to entertain yourself as a kid and, and then the Mormons, they are fairly, uh, not ingenious, um, um, inventive I don't know inventive. What, yeah inventive and stuff like that because yeah. they're so restricted with shit they well, can do <laughs> i remember at byu we used to play so spoons is a game you play with cards and you have to run and get pick up spoons and it's like musical chairs but with spoons but we we made it extreme spoon like <laughs> So the spoons were down a hill and you had to run down the hill and get oh, them. Okay. But we got banned from playing it because we had too many injuries. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like field day. <laughs> oh, we always have injuries on No, field I know, day. but it was it was interesting. It was like it was kind of like the storming of the beaches of Normandy. Like the first the first because we started off the youngest kids first and worked our way up to the oldest ones. And the first what, two or three groups flying through there. It was like it was like literally watching the the plank drop off that tank and just people getting mowed down by bullets. There's kids dropping left and right, twisted ankle, bad you know concussion, this finger, that this. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> you guys seem like 
watch out for each other. How hard is it not to like run into the person in front of you? You got to kind of look into this and figure it out. But and then we got into the older grades and it became a competition of who, like who could whack the volleyball the hardest and, and be more macho in front of the girls and whatnot. I'm like, Oh God, I hope I was never that fucking obvious about it. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah. Last year there was quite a few injuries too. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's funny how panicky our principal gets when the kindergartners come out. I know. I mean, he's like... like he did that in the fun run, too. He did, and he'll come out... He's like like guarding the walls. Yeah, yeah, and he'll sit, he's sitting there, and you look over, and you think he's got, like, a, an ammo vest on or something like that. You know, and then you look closer, it's like, those are all fucking ice packs. <laughs> it's like, this dude is loaded up, like, ready, like... Well, he didn't have have ice packs one last year at field day. Uh-huh. He didn't have ice packs. So we ended up using the ice packs. I had packed the popsicles in <laughs> as ice packs because there were like legit like three or four right. pretty major injuries. Because last year we did the water, um, the water game on the map of America. Uh-huh. And that map paint is slick. slippery so it got wet and then kids were falling all over so like the lady that was doing that game was like okay so walk really fast <laughs> and she's like the really cutesy mom like mm-hmm. the like the perfect mom mm-hmm. and she's like so just walk really fast but do it very gently <laughs> like don't fall the the only thing that saddened me about field day and it will always sadden me about field day because it's never going to be allowed again is there was none of the that that just that 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 sound that cannot be replicated of one of those rubberized those rubber wall ball type balls just pinging off somebody's face in an epic game of fucking dodgeball that thwang, and it just, I, I can't like it just that sound of yeah but it, we did giant beach ball volleyball no, and it was so much fun it is no I get it but there's something about watching the massacre that occurs in a, in a, just a, a raucous game of dodgeball. And that sound is so nostalgic because the minute you hear it, you can feel the sting, even though you weren't the one that got smacked with the ball. You still go like, <laughs> Oh, cause you know exactly what that feels like. It's like me watching skateboarding videos. When you see somebody, you know, uh, high center themselves on the board on their fucking nuts. You're like, yep, I've done that. That, I, okay. I hurt now. Ow, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, um, it's it's sad to me that kids won't know the, the the pain of dodgeball, and also those fucking little like wheel, roller skate cart things he sat on where you twisted the the handles back and forth. See, we didn't have those. We had the little pieces of of plywood attached to the, the move. Yeah, the moving the moving dollies. I was gonna say that was, you had you had the other ones, and those were the safer ones. You had something to hold on to, yeah. but if you happen to like tip over and you put your hand out, yeah. <laughs> It was no! kind of, ow! <laughs> but the other ones, when you were riding the movie doll, and I literally, they looked like moving dollies. Yeah. And you're fucking wheeling those across the damn gym floor, and then you mash your fingers up. Like kids that I just don't know the, uh, the, the pain <laughs> of childhood. And like, there's no more metal slides to, to cook your ass. There on. are some. Not many, though. I mean, like, legitimately, it's, it's, you have to really go look for them. It's not like they're just there. I mean, Life. There's one in Columbia City. I know, but that's because we're an old rural redneck community. I'm saying for under normal sir, you wouldn't find a fucking metal slide anywhere in Portland. Just not happening. But there is never a better life lesson than being in shorts, shorts. in Colorado in the middle of a hot summer fucking day in the Ouch. high desert. 
and I think you, I just burnt my you're jewels. Man. Not thinking about it, and you're like you almost like you hear your skin sizzling, and you jump up and run, end up running down the rest of the slide because you don't dare put your skin back on it, and you can't go the other direction because all the kids are behind you, and so it's just this line of kids like, ow, and they run down the slide, um, or the ones where like the uh, the girls are wearing the skirts and they had it underneath them, and then in the process of going on the slide, oh, the skirt it's slides yeah. up, and then like burnt just, ass cheeks, yeah. Like, you could see the sizzle. Yeah. Like, you could see the meat residue yeah. that's left on the slide. Like, it- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, that, or that sound where somebody's short slide up, and it's just that sound that skin makes when it, like, sque- like You ever, like, when somebody trips in a gymnasium, and you hear them, like, their face plant on the floor, and it's like, yeah. squeal? The, yeah, yeah, that, the same things are going down the slide as you're watching their face go from pure joy to just sheer and utter fucking horror as they realize that their leg meat is being burned off by a friction burn. Uh, it's just, there's certain things that kids just don't get to the joy of having anymore. And it's, it's kind of sad. So I'm, I'm thinking we should try to reinstitute dodgeball for next year's field day. And we can just like, you know, dodgeball pussies need not apply. <laughs> well, they have kickball leagues in Portland. I know I'm saying for the kids. No a field day. We almost did dodgeball. That was a, that was a thing that no, was bantered like, about quite a bit. Yeah, but it was those little like foam balls or whatever, right? Or I don't know what dodgeballs they have. It wasn't going to be the kickballs. I don't know. Those you can't do dodgeball unless it's legitimately the the. You want the doinky doinky doinky? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one that like leaves that that that, that yeah. waffle board imprint on yeah. your face when it hits. <laughs> There's nothing, nothing that will do that, and. What was the, uh, did you ever play wall ball? Oh, yeah. With those? Yeah, yeah. That only, was my game. Only we had, um, I didn't dig four square. I didn't dig right. tether ball. I did wall ball. Well, and wall ball, that shit could hurt. Yeah. It, was in, it was in close proximity. Yeah. And the favorite thing I had to do was right as the person's hand was going for the wall and it was out there, you'd lob the ball at their hand and their hand would hit the wall from the force of the ball, just compressing it against there. So you got them out. And you caused them a lot of physical pain by mushing their hand. That one was fun. And then they had the, um, I don't know if there's what the actual name for it is. We had a really bad name for it. But it was, uh, <clears throat> basically the goal of it was to just totally annihilate the other p- people on the other team and smear the, you yeah. know what. Yeah. We didn't play that ever. We we did Red Rover that was pretty aggressive. Mm-hmm. Like, there were injuries. Mm-hmm. On the regs, yeah. Yeah, I remember one time I got caught in the crossfire of a, uh, and I don't know how these kids try. I remember the story was ridiculous, but it was the middle of a gravel fight. Like I went to this one area where there was gravel on the ground, and we're not we're talking like the three quarter minus, like the the thick shit, like not the little pea gravel, but like the 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 stuff they use for like train tracks, like the pretty chunky stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were lobbing these rocks at each other. <laughs> And I didn't realize they were doing it at first till a little one pegged me in the head. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look I'm like, oh shit. And then it was like, I'm sitting here and like, there's, there's, you know, enemy lines on either side. They're lobbing these rocks at each other. And I'm just trying to like crawl my way out of there. And then I got caught in it. I, I was legitimately trying to get away from it. And then at this point, the duty aide came over and she saw what was going on. And she's like, oh, yeah, guys, detention for the week. I'm like, I wasn't fucking doing anything. So I'm trying not to get hit by the rocks. <laughs> so I ended up spending a week of my recesses in the school, like clean, like uh, doing the little slap the chalk erasers together and mm-hmm. dusting them out and whatnot. Ugh. 
can't do that with dry erase markers. It doesn't work. No. It, there's nothing. There's no dust. There's no dust. Yeah. So. They're missing out. <laughs> so that, that got us through most of the notes. Are you sure there wasn't another thing? There was. Oh. What? Tempe's uh, latest oh, development. Yes. Well, you discovered her graffiti. Yeah. Her lovely graffiti. Her, her love graffiti. Her love graffiti. That sounds gross. No, let's not use that term. <laughs> no, she, uh, um, we have this upstairs in the hall. We have this like hallway slash, it's a hall for, to between the, or the, um, in the upstairs that leads to the boys' room, but it's big enough that we actually have the t- their TV and their Xbox and whatnot set up in it as well. And then we've got a dresser and a cabinet that has all their art supplies in it. <clears throat> So I was went and said goodnight to Ezra, walking out of his room, and for whatever reason, something on the shelf caught my at the top of the cabinet caught my eye, and I look and I realize it's writing, and then I realize it's, it's Temperance's writing. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? So then I go over there and I look, and it's Tempe, and then a big heart. I'm like, no, 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 Dad's not ready for this. It was an apostrophe S. I'm like, no, 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 no. Please say Dad. Please say Dad. Please say Dad. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't say Dad. It was the name of a boy from her school. That she's got the hots for, and I am both for quite some time. But yeah. they're they okay. So it's not just I think he's cute. They share interests. They are both avid Pokemon fans, and you'd think there's a lot of those at her age level, but there's not. There's only like two or three in the mm-hmm. class that even know a Pikachu from a Pokemon. Anyway, but you know what I mean. Obviously, you don't. <laughs> uh, but no matter what, she they have common interests. They they share story. Like, they hang out together. This isn't just, oh, I like him. It's like they have a bond, which is kind of cute. I mean, mm. she's not, you know, kissing him behind the bleachers or anything. So I'm, I'm good with it. Let's hope not. Why? <laughs> no, I'm... No, I'm it's I I really I kissed a boy <clears throat> by second grade. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Um, I'm going. I'm living off of the. I'm not going to do the whole. You're not good enough for my daughter yeah. spiel because I'm just going to raise her to make sure she's picking a good person and that she's you know trusting her judgment, knowing that she might make a mistake or two, but it's not going to be the end of the world. I'm just not ready for my little girl to be having interests in anybody. And then I will honestly say that for a while there with as as buddy, buddy as she was with another girl at the school, Mm -hmm. I thought very possibly, and maybe it's still okay possibility that she might be batting for the same team, which once again, I don't care. And, but I don't think she'll make that determination for quite some time. Right. So, right. So, um, but it was just like, I, it was one of those things that as a, as a parent, you walk, you're like, I'm not ready for this. I like just stay my sweet, innocent little girl for a little while longer, please. I don't, don't grow up too quick. She's doing just fine. No, she is. No, I, I, I don't say it to be, you know, I'm just, I've got, I've hit that point in my life now where I'm kind of like going, ugh, cause like next year, Ezra's going to be out of eighth grade and into uh, a freshman in high school. Yep. Trent starting school. I don't have any more little babies coming up. And I'm just like, uh, this is this, this is happening. This is a thing, and it's an exciting thing because they're getting to a stage in life now where I'm not constantly wiping somebody's ass or or whatever. But at the same time, <clears throat> I'm also not able to snuggle them without them like, oh god, dad, leave me alone, nah, 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 and whatnot. So it's 
it's a weird spot to be at as a parent. Like you don't want them to grow up. You're you're proud and you're 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 um pride you have pride at the fact they're growing up into great little people, but at the same time you don't want them to stop being the the little little people, you know? So that's really all it was. But yes, Tempe has a crush. <clears throat> and yeah, we'll see how when where it goes. And I like his mom. <clears throat> She's really nice. Oh yeah? Well, that's a plus. The parents are good. It usually means it's a good possibility the kid's going to be okay. He's a good kid. Yeah, I've only had... She'll the... change her mind, like, I know. tomorrow. She'll, you know, I, I, I know. I know that for a fact. But still, it was just, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was interesting to see that. Or so. she won't, and she'll get the, married when the, she's 21 to the, her kindergarten sweetheart. The best part was I, I waved you out of trance room, like, hey, Jody, come here, come here, come here. <laughs> And you're like, what? what? And you're like, come here. And I looked at you. I'm like, wait a second. And I got myself down. And I, I crouched <laughs> yeah, down I to like your eye level. I'm like, oh, you're not even going to be able to see that. And you're like, see what? <laughs> I'm like, well, just tippy toe. And you look at me and you go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was like, oh, my widow goes making love notes. Well, okay. So I've seen her write that in her books and stuff. Oh, yeah. But I'd never seen her write it on something permanent like furniture. Mm-hmm. That's a big step emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> It's almost like getting a tattooed or carved into your skin. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. I had a boy. I, man, I was in love with that kid. I planned like this elaborate setup to give him a Valentine's Day gift. And like, I was so in love. Mm -hmm. I wrote his name in puff paint on my shirt. Ooh. Like nothing be seen the permanence of a puff paint t-shirt man i forgot about puff paint. there's glow in the dark puff paint too oh that was a 90s trend that i'm happy has not come back did you ever see the um it's back i it? could go buy puff paint right now at walmart well, but it's walmart no they no they wouldn't carry it if it wasn't back <laughs> um the splatter paint remember when splatter paint yes. was all the, all the rage or the, like you took the sponges and you did the yeah. yes that was mine and my sister's room on the house on 8th Street. Nice. It was purple. It was dark purple with white sponge paint. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. So is there uh, anything else for this episode, babe? I don't think so. Once again, I want to thank all of our listeners. Didn't you send me an article or something? To I did. Okay. I forgot to ask you if you had read it or even looked at it. So I figured we'll, we can table that for next this was week. already kind of a yeah long one well thank you for to all our listeners for the voicemails yeah, that helped make it a long that one was fun. it was awesome and we'd love to hear from you some more so please do not be strangers don't hesitate hesitate to call the show all the contact information will be at the end here in just a minute uh we are a member of the podcast collective so if you like our show there's probably some other bullshit there on the network like ours that you'll like um so go check it out podcastcollective.com um, and support the shows. If, you, if there's a show that you like and you really want to um, to uh, show them that you enjoy them, interact with them. Do what our listeners did and leave voicemails or contact them via email or leave re- ratings and reviews in iTunes or whatever your uh, your podcasting uh, app of choice, choice of app, app of choice. I'm talking like a freaking, I'm like Yoda now. I'm tired. Um Whatever podcasting platform you so choose to consume media on, if it allows you to leave ratings and reviews, please do so. I've also heard through some of our partners in the Podcast Collective of a possible uh, network where you, it's like um, it's kind of like the, the the Angie's List of podcasts, where you can like rate and review and recommend shows to other people, and there's like and then based off of those ratings and recommendations. 
um, it, when you sign up for this app, it will also like if you like these guys, you might also like these guys. Well, doesn't iTunes do that iTunes can, no, but iTunes algorithm. I realize their algorithm is fucked, but it's, a lot of it has to do with like like downloads and whatnot. But this one's literally it, it's more of like almost like a Netflix thing. Like if you like this, you will really like this type of a thing. Or like a Goodreads. Yeah, so I'm gonna check it out and see if I can get us on there. It's still in beta testing right now, so it's a limited access kind of a thing. But I would, if I can get in on the early side of it, that'd be cool. So I'm going to try to get on that. Um, but as always, we really appreciate all of our listeners. Thank you for putting up with the spottiness as we were kind of leveling things out here and getting into summer and getting past the, the deaths in the family and everything else that was going on over the past months and whatnot. And, um, it and may just continue. life in general. And it, it might, <laughs> yeah. It might here and there, but we're, we're trying to keep it as regular as possible. But that's part of parenting. That's part of life. Um, but we do appreciate each and every one of you. If you guys want to help support the show, there's many ways you can do it. I've already mentioned some of them. We also have merchandise. You can go to our website at badparentingpodcast.com and click on the merch or shop button. I can't remember which one it is. And it'll take you to our place where you can buy t-shirts and sweatshirts and coffee. Cups. Like you can have fucking Bad Parenting Podcast uh, swag all over the place. Like You can have stickers and this and that. So go in there and buy some of that if you haven't already because it does help support the show every every little bit of money that comes in there turns right back around and either pays for the hosting bills or pays for whatever. So otherwise, if there's nothing else you want to add, babe. Nope. All right. Until next time, I try not to be shitty parents. Bye. If you'd like to contact the show, you can send us an email to grounded at badparentingpodcast.com. Leave us a voicemail at 503-609-0375 or reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, MySpace, or Twitter. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast, a conversational show about all aspects of parenting, the good, the bad, and the smelly. It's out there now. Here it goes.